0: are tuned in to nerd overload your weekly show for video games movies tv shows comics tech news and more this show is sponsored in part by ide computers now your hosts sam dunham cody Pinnick, samantha cross and josh harrison Hey everyone, welcome to Nerd Overload. Thanks for tuning in. This is the show that covers everything in pop and geek culture from Amazo to Zapdos. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sam Dunham. I'm Josh Harrison.
1: I'm Samantha Cross. And
0: I'm Cody Pinnock. We have a lot of news to go over this week and not a whole lot of time to do it, so we're going to jump right into some things that we've been checking out this week.
1: I mean, Cody saw a SpongeBob movie this week. And it was, it was pretty good. It skewed a little more little kiddish than even the show. I mean it's SpongeBob, so yeah, it's going to oh, be yeah. for kids, but it was a, a little more kiddy than even the show is. <laughs> really interesting. Yeah.
2: But one thing, the trailers not like the movie at all. Really,
0: because I I the trailers I've seen have been like really good. Now I did kind of expect it was going to be like a big 2-hour episode of the show essentially. Mm-hmm.
1: It it basically is. But
0: so how were the, how were the trailers? I mean, we probably don't want to spoil it. It's a brand new movie, but, uh, how how were, how were they different? I guess.
1: Uh, the live action stuff that you, that most of the trailer is, is about maybe the last fourth of the movie. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Huh. The vast majority of it is just traditional 2d animation, which looks really nice. The colors are
2: really, really good. Yeah. yeah?
1: And it's funny. There's a lot of good jokes. Um, A little overabundance of fart noises, but you know. Yeah,
3: kids' movie though. Yeah. Yeah. How are they equal funny? Yeah. Yes, they do. (laughs) Now, how
1: were the? um, Were
0: there any like um, special guest voices or anything like that? Because I remember the the original SpongeBob movie had a ton of like surprise voices and stuff.
1: The live-action pirate was Antonio Banderas. Oh, nice. Yeah, (laughs) nice. Okay. He was being all goofy and. (laughs) Oh. He, he was really cartoony. Is that a, is that a technical term? Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, right, waving his all right. arms around and dancing around, basically. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, there was a space dolphin voiced by uh, Matt Barry from IT Crowd, the guy that plays their boss. Not oh. the first boss, but the second boss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Voice. Yeah, he, yeah. He's really funny. He's <laughs> I probably. I can impression. <laughs> that's probably one of the highlights of the movie. Was was the this dolphin character, but. Yeah, can't spoil it, but... Yeah. Okay. But, you know, if you got a kid to take to the movies, you're not going to be banging your head against the wall the whole time. It's pretty entertaining.
3: Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I've been playing uh, Adventure Time Secrets of the Nameless Kingdom. I mean, it's a little older now, mm-hmm. but i just kind of been kicking around wanting a new game, and it's Adventure Time. It's basically Legend of Zelda with the Adventure Time skin. Oh, nothing, nice.
1: Nothing wrong with that. I yeah. mean, it's...
3: And it's actually really kind of hard. I get really frustrated, really easy with it. I know I was in for a good time when the game starts off. You guys, and uh, you get into the story. It's like they're like, you know what time it is? Top down adventure time. <laughs> and it's like done in like kind of eight bit graphics. Or it's really it's a lot of fun. That's actually. cool. All
1: right, very cool.
0: Very cool.
3: That's about it. Really. Oh, that's about it. Okay. Well. TV. we'll-
0: I uh, I did check out one thing this week. I've actually checked out a couple things this week. Um, actually, if you go over my Twitter, I uh, uh, tweeted probably the best episode of Chips I've ever seen in my entire life, but I'm not going to talk <laughs> about that. What? Although it included uh, police officers that are also ninjas fighting against John Reese Davies and his atomic <laughs> missile that was d- disassembled by Ninja Magic <laughs> episode of Chips. What? But that's not what I'm going to talk about. Instead, because I've somehow become known as the... The Power Rangers guy in our circle and beyond, I guess. I watched the uh, pilot episode of the newest season of Power Rangers, Power Rangers Dino Charge. This is the third time they've ever done uh, the dinosaur theme. Mighty Morphin was the first. Dino Thunder was the second. And uh, recently, Power Rangers has not been very good. The last couple seasons (laughs) were incredibly boring even for... For a children's show, which Megafor- I mean,
3: Megaforce was the worst. N- yes,
0: it was. All of the characters were two dimensional. They had no personalities. They were like the red, the main Red Ranger from that series, Troy, was basically a cardboard cutout. Yeah. That they would, <laughs> that they would move around in frame, basically. I never really liked him. Very there, much. there was no story plot. There was nothing. As a contrast, this pilot is actually really surprisingly good. Mm. The characters have depth. They have motivations beyond oh we are we are the good guys and we need to fight the bad guys. The bad guys are uh, compelling. The main bad guy, um, Slade or Slag or something like that. He is a uh, of course he's an alien, you know, like you do. Yeah, like but, Power Rangers does. But instead of just being a, a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy, the, he is a um, he's a bounty hunter. That's huh. and that and there's actually a scene in the opening where he's like walking through the brig of his ship and all these monsters are chained up and like in prison and stuff which is going to explain where he gets all of his monsters for the season instead of creating monsters out of thin air to go menace a you know, some weird town that may or may not be in New Zealand. They, (laughs) because they, because they film the last like five or six years in New Zealand because, because it's cheap. It's super cheap. Mm. Instead, he's going to be like taking it saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to set you free, but you got to do this one job to go down and get these gems, which are what are powering the Rangers this season. They're called inner gems or something like that. They're, it's a MacGuffin. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, they've introduced four of the five rangers, main rangers. Only two of them have their powers after the first episode. Oh, okay. That's kind of that's nice. It's kinda, yeah, it's interesting. The, uh, the, main, the main red is, and it's a really diverse cast. The uh, main red is Latino. The, uh, the pink ranger is uh, black. She's African-American. This is the first time in series history that there was a black pink ranger, like in 22 years of the show being on air. The Blue Ranger is uh, Indonesian, and he's actually a, a stunt actor. Huh. Yeah, he's actually worked his way up through Saban. He um, started off with like the traveling like roadshow Power Rangers. He was a suit actor for that. Okay. And has actually worked himself into huh. like a real job. Fun fact: He also really loves the Japanese version of the show. <laughs> oh, he really so, loves Sentai. When you look at his Twitter; he's constantly tweeting about the Sentai series and all uh, all the, all the Japanese awesome. stuff. I like that. And uh, the the I think he's the Green Ranger is uh, he's from New Zealand and they're actually made, told him not to hide his accent this season huh. because a lot of the actors because they film in New Zealand are from are from there but they all have to put on fake American accents. The Green Ranger is also not very likable. He <laughs> <laughs> spent the entire five minutes that he was on screen rolling around on a skateboard and hitting on the Pink Ranger. They even call out that he's from New Zealand. She says, "Hey." Does that line even work the girls, you know, overseas and it goes, No, it doesn't really work though either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. But anyway, if you like I mean it is at the end of the day, it's still for children. It's still a children's television series, but it is leaps and bounds better than it has been. And that's good.
3: But say I remember when Super Mega Force premiered, you and me were watching it. At the same time, and we yeah. were texting back and forth, like "This is bad. This is bad. This is terrible." This, this because
0: I've, I've made it a point to watch the first, the pilot episode of you know every season. I don't watch the whole thing, but yeah. you know just the pilot episode. And yeah, this was like night and day difference, and it's because I think the guy's name is Jed Lin. He was a writer from early on that has come back, and is a uh, is the producer
3: showrunner okay. for the
0: show, and he like cares about the show, and he understands that kids can't handle a little bit of plot development and a little bit of depth <laughs> to their television instead of just, oh, explosions and fighting and explosions, you know, that sort of thing. All right. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to a little bit of news. Um, let's go ahead and get the big one right out of the way. Earlier this week, news broke that Sony and Marvel uh, Studios has come to a uh, agreement allowing Spider-Man, the amazing webhead himself, to appear in Marvel Studios films. And vice versa. And, vi- and vice versa. Yes, meaning Spider-Man can now be seen in movies alongside Captain America, Iron Man, the Hulk. And this is amazing. Oh,
3: yeah. Finally, we're going to get the Civil War movie we deserve. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit about going into depth with it. Um, Sony's still going to uh, hold filming rights to it. The movies are still going to be made through Sony but they are being overseen by Kevin Feige who or Feige I I always forget how to say his name I, I don't know tomato uh, tomato tomato yeah. tomato they uh who has been in charge of the uh, all of the Marvel the MCU the Marvel universe movies mm-hmm. from the from the get go and um his first appearance is going to be in a Marvel movie
1: and then go do
3: his own thing in in Sony films yeah.
1: Captain America right it's going to be the That Lord. is they yeah. haven't said
3: so far what I've read, that's pretty much what they're that's saying. That's what everyone's saying, and I, <laughs> and I agree with it. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, him and him and Black Panther. Yeah. Even though I really don't remember Black Panther much in the Civil War comic. I
0: have a feeling Black Panther's going to pop up in uh, Age of Ultron
3: near the end. Oh, really? I, have a I think I
0: heard that somewhere, that there's a good chance. There's a good chance because they've already cast uh, Chadwick Boseman, which mm-hmm. when they did the announcements, he came out on stage and said, hey, I'm Black Panther, how you doing? And he uh, and they have uh, Claw. Who is a sound-based, a very deceptively named sound-based villain who <laughs> has been kind of been cast as uh, a Black Panther villain. Yeah, that's pretty much who,
3: what they're saying. Andy Zerk is who he's. Gonna yeah, be. that's yeah yeah. Uh,
0: Anyways, uh, the other couple, couple things that came out from this, uh, Andrew Garfield is no longer uh, a oh, part did, of it. Did they officially say that? Yeah, he did. Oh, he said that he is not interested. He's he's ready to move on to something else. And they say this. He said that this is a good break for him. This oh. is time for him to break from the... Because yes. he did he wasn't too happy with the filming of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Although, I, from the way it sounds,
3: no one was really happy with the <laughs> filming of Amazing Spider-Man I Man 2. I liked Amazing Spider-Man 2. I thought it was a good movie. I mean, I had fun. Yeah.
1: Is there any more you could ask? You know, I had fun. That's good enough. Well, well yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and the other thing is Sony is uh, still going to move ahead with their um, a movie based off the Sinister Six, which are Spider-Man villains. So they're going to continue with... You know, the Beyond franchise kind of stuff. But it's all going to be technically in the same realm that is, you know. Yeah. Iron I heard there might, be a, there might be a Venom
3: movie at some point, too. I heard
0: a Venom movie. I did not hear anything about the Aunt May movie that they tried to shop around. Well, I'm kind of <laughs> glad they did. I'm, yeah. hoping, I'm hoping that is gone Unless for good. Unless she going to marry Doc Ock. Yeah, that would have been a good one. <laughs> that would have been a good one.
1: I heard Spider-Man might be Miles Morales. That there would be is cool. that rumor flying around, There's a too. good chance that could that, happen. It'd I be would cool. be so excited. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. we've I seen... Like Miles Morales. Yeah, we've seen Peter Parker. How many times
0: now? Let's do somebody else. Yeah, I just hope it, they don't do another origin. I'm yeah. so tired of oh, yeah, origin films. Like, so Seriously, how could many be done. times
3: can we see Uncle Ben get killed? How many times can we see Spider-Man almost go over the edge and almost kill the guy who killed him? How many times can we see Bruce Wayne's parents die?
0: How many times can uh, Spider-Man walk away from the trash can that he's thrown his web suit into? Because that's every (laughs) every second Spider-Man film he has to give up being Spider-Man for a while. It's like a thing, you know? Uh,
3: (laughs) Yeah, lame. So I'm kind of excited. Okay, I'm kind of excited, and I'm kind of nervous about Netflix doing a live action Zelda. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's get into that. Yeah, I
2: I want to be hopeful.
3: I mean, it is Netflix, and they've been doing really great stuff. But again, it's a live-action adaptation of a video game character who doesn't speak.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you know, I trust Netflix because they're not stupid. They're not going to purposely put out something that's bad.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess I just I'm still to this day burned real bad about Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's
1: where most of my hesitation comes from. Sure. But... Now
3: are you talking about the movie Super Mario
0: Brothers or the T V show the Super Mario Bros. Super Show no, with Super Captain Mar- Lou Albano and Danny
1: Wells? That show is fantastic. I'm talking about the movie. <laughs> okay, good. Which I good. do love but
0: not Not the way that it was intended to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> it's
3: it's one of those movies that it's like a Sharknado. It's so bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep, that you spend the whole time wondering how it happened. Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why didn't Nintendo sign off
0: on this?
1: <laughs> well, anyways,
0: with this uh, Legends of Zelda thing, um, I don't know. I think it'll be all right. Um, yeah, the main protagonist from the games, Link, he's a blank slate. There's really nothing to him. But if they surround him with a decent enough supporting cast, I think that he'll. I think it'll work out
1: netflix describe it as was it game of thrones for the family yeah which what is does that mean yeah there's <laughs> there's nothing game of thrones about zelda no. and yeah, there's no political
3: intrigue yeah. when it comes to legend of zelda yeah. there's a king there's a princess there's an evil guy that's pretty much yeah. it well, and, like, you
0: mean they're, they maybe. could add it in i mean uh ocarina of time is it ocarina or ocarina 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 of time did have a little bit of it hinted at
1: yeah, like yeah, you look through the window at one point, and, and the yeah, Gannon's Gannon's talking to the king. Yeah. yeah, and I mean
0: if they could if they highlight some of that, and I mean I think when they said you know a Game of Thrones for the family, they didn't mean like any of that you know, stuff. <laughs> I think they just meant I'll it's like fantasy it's a, 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 a
3: high yeah. fantasy
0: setting that everyone can enjoy.
1: Yeah, Game of Thrones is Hollywood buzzword for fantasy. Now, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, which is kind of really deceptive. Actually, yeah, it is. Game of yeah. Thrones is a low fantasy universe. Yeah, yeah, and I mean,
0: you know, this show could work because you guys remember the movie Legend with Tom Cruise.
3: Uh, oh, I love that movie. It, with, with With Tom Curry as the Prince of Darkness,
0: probably the closest thing to Legends of Zelda the movie that we've ever gotten.
3: Kinda, yeah. Kinda. I mean, yeah, I, could, I could like Legend of Zelda with last unicorn kind of thrown in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm just worried they're gonna have, they're gonna have to make up so much stuff, but Nintendo
3: is working maybe. with them, and there yeah. is a lot of Zelda lore out there.
1: There's a lot of lore, but there's not a lot of plot.
3: <laughs> yeah. No princess like, gets captured, Link saves the yeah, day, get, talking tree, da da da.
1: Get X number of things and save the day.
3: And here's a musical instrument thing.
0: Yeah, in well every then, game. <laughs> well, then you know what? Make it like, make it like Lord of the Rings light with a uh, zelda skin on it yeah, essentially I, guess, I, mean, I mean i guess
1: there's not a whole lot of overarching i mean lord of the rings is take the ring to the mountain yeah, yeah.
3: i yeah. mean yeah everybody walks in those movies even the trees yeah. <laughs> yeah so
0: i don't know i i'm i'm cautiously optimistic i think it i think it'll turn out okay
1: yeah i'm i'm never one to shoot something down before i can actually see it so i'll give it a shot
0: uh, you know, while we're talking about games, um, You, Cody, you were telling me about the uh, Atari's making a new Asteroids game?
1: Yeah, apparently they're picking up the old Asteroids what? franchise and making a new game out of it. It's apparently some sort of... It's called Asteroids Outpost. Really? And it's apparently some kind of open world multiplayer free-to-play what? thing. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Apparently you have a little outpost in space and... That's what the game is. There's not oh. a whole lot of details so, on it yet. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you shoot asteroids? That's all I'm worried about.
1: It was not clear. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm sure you do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this sounds almost like a jump, kind of like what Star Fox Adventures was. Uh, <laughs> see, see,
1: if I was going to make an asteroids game, I think a little bit of Minecraft elements would be a good idea. Actually, yeah, that would actually I be think, cool. I think, yeah, you'd be shooting asteroids to collect ores and things, yeah. Things to. Upgrade your ship, or you know, do whatever. Or your outpost, or whatever. Like yeah, if you're, if you're year.
3: that dead set on that, yeah, yeah
1: I did, They weren't. There's not a lot of info yet, but I, I don't know.
3: You <laughs> could hope, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: I think the people behind it is Salty Games, which I've not heard of them either. Mm. So it can really go who knows but you know what I mean when you have a franchise
0: like that that has like no plot to it you can pretty much do whatever you yeah. want
1: as long as you have rocks in space you've pretty much nailed it yeah <laughs> pretty much well, I, um, I hope it doesn't turn out like the there was like the late 90s revivals of arcade games for like CD-ROM. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's oh. like a centipede one. Oh, God. And like, yeah, that was that. awful. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty rough. Dark times. Dark times. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: All right. Well, hey, speaking of uh, old fra- um, franchises and properties that are kind of getting uh, picked up again, possibly, uh, did you guys hear about uh, Mel Brooks talking about the possibility of Spaceballs 2, the search for more money?
3: Oh, no. That's <laughs> been like...
0: A rumor for like yeah. ever. Well, it was. They mentioned it in the in the first movie. That was a joke. <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> remember,
3: I know, but I mean, I mean, I remember a few years ago people were talking about. Yeah, but
0: he's actually, um, he's actually really starting to consider it. He um, there's have- nothing there's nothing uh, in stone yet, but he was on the Adam Carolla podcast. Okay. And he, uh, he made, uh, they, were, they were talking about it. And I actually have the quote pulled up here. I'm going to read it. I'm not going to read it in his voice. I'd rather respect the man than do a terrible Jewish <laughs> impression of his voice. Of his voice. <laughs> but he goes, uh, they ask about, you know, p- the future of, you know, space balls and stuff. And he goes, I'm thinking now if I did a movie that came out after Star Wars comes out, maybe a couple months after, I'd have a big weekend, you know. No matter what, even if it fell on its ass and didn't it make its money back. For the first weekend, the anticipation of seeing Spaceballs 2 would... I still have Daphne Zamunga, who was uh, Princess... um, um, What's her name?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can never remember her name. God, I can't
0: remember. I love the movie, and I can't think of it. Vespa. Vespa. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you nailed it. it. But but he says, I still have Daphne Zamunga, and I still have Rick Moranis, if he'll do it. And and they still have me. So... (laughs) Which kind of leads to a question I have. Uh, Rick Moranis... Retired. Yeah, he he's, he's, he won't he's do it. Done. Do you th- do you think there's any possibility of I don't
3: it? Know. I guess it really depends on how much he really cares about it. Yeah. yeah, because well, and you
0: know the other thing is he he the short version of why he retired he uh, his wife passed away. She died of cancer, and he wanted to raise his kids. Yeah, he wanted to be there for his kids. He didn't want to be constantly running on set and stuff. Yeah, which is really admirable. Oh so, yeah, I mean yeah. that's a really, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Not, nothing against him on it, but you know i'm i would assume his kids are probably getting a little bit older now and you know he did put out those couple of country albums he did yeah oh yeah yeah, well, yeah. yeah. country yeah. yeah the neurotic huh. cowboy yeah huh. that was his first album yeah it's interesting i mean it's legit country like canadian country i don't know it's weird <laughs> yeah. but um i don't know i think if the filming was right, and if it were probably he wouldn't be like the major villain, I think. But if they had it like a cameo or something, yeah, I can, I can see. Him I doing could see a cameo. him like going like going down for one day and shooting a couple scenes here and there, yeah. and coming back.
3: Yeah, it shouldn't be that hard because I'm pretty sure most of that would just be on a sound stage anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing that kind of was interesting about the uh, the quote from uh, Mel Brooks is the kind of the I don't know. I guess the the approach he's having towards it less like. I want to make this good movie because it's funny and people want it. But more, this is a good cash grab. Star Wars is coming out. I may as well try to make a buck.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Dude, it what do you think about that? It is called the quest for more money. That's true.
3: That's yeah, very true. I, he hasn't really done anything in a while. Well, he's like 90 years old. Well, I know. He's not I understand that. Do a whole lot. I mean, he looked terrible in the in the uh, the producer's remake. Yeah. When he popped up there at the end.
0: I will say he probably won't need a whole lot of uh, makeup to play, to reprise yogurt. his role as Yogurt. Yogurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I don't know. Because the Spaceballs cartoon was not that good either. Oh, no. It wasn't. No,
1: it was not. And
3: I'm, I'm a little worried about that.
1: I was don't it, think he was involved with well, the cartoon all that much, was he? I don't know.
3: It was also on
1: think, G4. Yeah, it's true.
3: True. I, I, mean, I think it would depend on the writing. Yeah. I guess. but I I don't know. I, I almost feel like... It's kind of like this thing is I'm tired of um, re- remakes and yeah. people just grasping for name recognition on things. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to make a new movie, great. Make a new movie. Yeah.
0: But, you know, along the same lines, I do like Spaceballs an awful lot. I yeah. do too. Yeah. I'm, and, don't, and, don't get me wrong. And I, and I, do, I love
3: Spaceballs, and I quote it a lot.
0: And as much as I hate to, to be a bummer, Mel Brooks films are probably going to be a finite resource. Yeah. I mean, this let's is be true. honest. This is true. If we can get one more one or two more yeah it. that's I mean great I. you know what I'd love to see if they got the writers for Galavant to come in and do a, do a script and have you know yeah. Mel Brooks put in a couple things here and there and just kinda cause it would fit it would yeah. fit
1: you know I was gonna say Phil Lord and Chris Miller well there you oh go that'd be, oh, that'd be be perfect that'd be great yeah yeah that would be pretty great cause they everything they touch is gold yeah Lego movie Jump Streets
0: <laughs> yeah B- basically just like a movie jump streets but that's yeah okay. but hey clone high was great yeah it was also a good show. the fact that
3: jump street and men in black are getting a crossover that's are, a totally seriously are yep. they i hadn't heard yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, really i'm surprised yes. you News to it. me yeah they're talking they're going to do uh they're going to do like a crossover movie together nice like i, I guess they somehow exist within the same universe i i guess <laughs> <laughs> i don't, I don't know. know that's just some something i've read
1: also, both Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs movies. are fantastic, oh, those, too. Those were, yeah. They I were behind yet, us. I have
3: also still yet to ever see those. We
1: have them both. You're going to have to
3: borrow them. <laughs> okay. All right, cool.
0: <laughs> All right, and um, I think we can do one more news thing before we take the break. Uh, let's go ahead and get the tech thing going. Um, in the UK, they have been testing uh, hands-free vehicles, uh, which is pretty cool, and they finally got a pass to uh, allow uh, public testing on public roads. Mm-hmm which is a huge step forward in my goal to be able to uh, go to work and not have to uh, pay attention to the road. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, it's a pretty big thing.
1: It's the future. Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I think that's the, the eventual lazy dream of everyone is uh, to be able to, like, just get in a car and not have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I tell you, sometimes if I'm out about and it's late, I don't want to drive, and I don't want to call an Uber or whatever.
1: It'll probably save lives. Yeah. Possibly, Possibly like, but also, at the, But and... at the same time,
3: though, you could have the same problem as you know, technology does fail at that's, times. That's I true. They do safeguards though. Safeguards can fail too. I mean, I, I guess there are pros and cons to every yeah. you know yeah. thing. Is, when I think of like hands-free cars, two two films come to mind. There's Jurassic Park. Where the cars are on rails. Yeah. And then there's Demolition Man.
1: What about Total Recall? Remember the...
3: Oh, yeah. The stupid <laughs> robot taxi. <laughs> with the stupid puppet head. What that. That's what you I want. That's creepy. That thing is like Uncanny Valley, like, ridiculousness. You remember that kind of... Vaguely. The driver looks like, a, like the dummy from Goosebumps. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, but yeah. no, I, I just... I think, like, Demolition Man, where you, the, the car goes on autopilot, and it can just drive itself. And, I mean, cars are getting that way anyways. I
0: mean, they have the uh, the collision detection on some of those fancier yeah. cars yeah. and
3: stuff. And then the, some of them have that parallel parking assist, too. Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. I almost never parallel park anyways, so I, yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't
1: Yeah, I don't even attempt it. I do, constantly, <laughs> unfortunately,
0: but... uh but yeah, no, I th- I think it's interesting. I mean, it's gonna we are a, we're never gonna see it in our lifetime. Oh no, 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 for no, for sure. Because no. even if they start putting out, if they perfect the technology and they start putting them out, it's gonna take a century before they're common enough that you know eight out of ten cars yeah. are self-driven. You know,
1: It'd probably take a lot of infrastructure work yeah. too. Yeah, have mm-hmm. to put yeah. sensors, that builds, you know, special roads. Yeah, that.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm almost imagining like that, like that opening scene of Lego like, Movie where everyone's like going in unison and stopping and going and, stopping yeah. and going that's pretty much what it's going to look like yeah little just little worker ants just going around i yeah. still
1: want my jetson's flying car oh yeah yeah you know, where's that <laughs> in the, in who's working on that yeah in a briefcase <laughs>
0: i just want my jetson's job where i go in and push a button for eight hours yeah it's basically yeah. sprockets yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh i don't know i mean it could be cool and it could save a lot of lives but at the same time You know, what if there's a storm? What if power gets knocked out? You know,
0: what if the uh, civilian detection goes off on one and they're at a stoplight and someone's trying to cross the street? You know, you know, people are stupid and they walk, try to walk across the street as quickly as they can. You know, jaywalking and stuff. You know, people who are driving can stop for jaywalkers. I mean, it's a nuisance, but not self driven cars. Who knows?
1: What if they become sentient? And decide that they don't, they're do not they tired of driving you to the corner store every day. What,
0: what if they start turning into robots and wage a, 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 a thousand-year-long war against their uh, evil counterparts, the Decepticons?
3: <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought maybe Michael Bay was behind this. Yes.
0: Well, there's not enough explosions.
3: Oh, yet.
0: And poor plot. Yet. But anyway, uh, you know, let's go ahead and take a break and play a little music, and uh, when we we'll get back, we'll talk about some more new stuff, right? Yep. This show is sponsored in part by IDE Computers with sales and service, Delaware Avenue, Marion.
1: Aquabats' "Lovers of Loving Love" seemed appropriate with this being Valentine's Day. The Aquabats are a great band; they're one of my favorites. Oh, uh, my too. Yeah, we, sh- we've seen band. them a couple times.
0: Mm-hmm. Really rowdy shows, though. Yeah, like, surprisingly
1: oh, yeah. rowdy shows. Yeah, and ever since they they have a kind of a kids show on the Hub yeah. that channel, and so the last time we saw them, it was a good mix of rowdy punks and children.
0: Yeah, a kind of a weird. Weird thing. Although, it was fun to see all the kids mosh for the first time. That was pretty great. Like, crowd surf and stuff. Yeah.
1: When the Aquabats themselves started throwing children into the audience, was pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the thing you got to realize about the Aquabats, they dress up like uh, Batman 66 henchmen. So, they're all wearing the same, like, weird super suit kind of thing. So, it's like these weird men in super suits and skull caps throwing children into a crowd (laughs) during a rock show.
1: Yeah. Well, the Cleveland Cleveland police looked on from the uh, balcony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good show. Yep. And they're a great band. Go check them out.
0: Yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, things that pertain to television, <laughs> boy, that's a hell of a segue. Oh, <laughs>
3: man. Well, in really depressing news, Jon Stewart is retiring from Comedy Central's The Daily Show.
1: Yeah, when his contract runs out, I think, in, think he said September.
3: Oh,
0: it's an end of an era. But has yeah. he said what
3: he's going to go on and do?
1: Mm, no, he said he was going to have dinner with his children on a school night. <laughs> oh, there you go.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, it's so depressing. Yeah. First Colbert and now John Stewart.
1: I w- I was broken up about Colbert, but for some reason this hits me harder, and I don't I think know why.
3: It's because he's been doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I think I mean, what, seventeen years. I yeah, think? almost twenty years.
3: He's been the host of the Daily Show. Now, granted, he's not the first host of the Daily yeah. Show, but he's like the most you know. Prolific. He made
1: he made it good. Oh yeah, he's what made the show. He is good. the Daily Show? Yeah, yeah. Like I vaguely remember when Craig Kilborn was the host and not liking it, but then again, I was probably like eight.
3: Yeah, still... <laughs> this is true. I was I was not quite as political then yeah. as I am now, but it was always really funny.
0: This is gonna sound weird. I can almost see him going into some kind
3: of politics. At some yeah. point, maybe. Well, I know Colbert. No, nothing major. Well, I know like, Colbert. Like, I know Colbert's is taking over yeah. one of the late nights,
0: like Al Franken did. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like become our you know our generation's Al Franken, kinda. Yeah, I guess.
3: Uh, but, uh, okay, I'd, I'd see it. Oh yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. I'd
1: vote for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, that's interesting. Do you think he'll try to re his his acting career? because remember uh, he, he did have one at one yeah. point he, he's in Big Daddy yeah he that's Adam Sandler Daddy. film
1: he's leaving to film Big Daddy too. there we go Bigger yeah. Daddy I was gonna yeah say either
0: either that the or The Return uh, of Frankenstein <laughs> either that or uh, his his uh award-winning role in Half Baked
1: <laughs> or Death know. to Smoochie Death to Smoochie, right? Yeah. I like yeah. that movie. It's a good movie. It's a it, funny movie. It, it is a funny it movie. It took
0: it took a while for me to get into it. It took me a couple tries, but oh, yeah. Half
3: Baked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I I definitely see him going into something more serious than
1: we I mean, needed just direct that movie, Rosewater. That's
0: true. Yeah, he did. Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah, maybe he liked directing maybe. so maybe much he place. doesn't yeah. want to do his 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 Daily Show anymore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so is the Daily Show ending, or are they finding someone else to take over his spot?
1: It sounds like they're going to replace him, but I can't even imagine who you would get. Sam B. Sam B. Okay. <laughs> it's hilarious.
0: Yeah. Who? Now who's that? Samantha B. She's a correspondent. Oh really? Okay. Oh, is she the um? It's She's the blonde. It's, She's me, the blonde. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. See, I don't have cable, so I don't I can't watch uh-huh. it all that often, and I don't go searching it out because I'm usually
1: asleep when I'm not at work. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> more often than not, once in a while I'll catch it on like Hulu or something. Yeah. 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 I need to search out some of it.
1: Yeah. When I run out of other things to watch on Hulu, I pretty much default to the Daily Show.
3: Yeah. But uh yeah. That is really sad what actually. About, I'm, I'm really depressed. What's the
1: Jessica Walter? Walt? No, Jessica, Jessica Walters, Walters is yeah. from Archer. and The rest of development? Yeah. Williams? Yeah, Jessica Williams. Williams. It was close. She's hilarious. <laughs> She's the correspondent on The Daily Show. Okay. She did the thing about um catcalling that really went viral. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I did okay. that. I'm just really bummed out, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I really like The Daily Show, and I really like Jon Stewart. I, of course, I'm just glad they're all moving on to do bigger and better things. Yeah. yeah. But- from that John Stewart, I'm going to jump to another John Stewart. Ooh, Best now that's trend. a good segue. Best
1: segue we've ever had. Oh man! <laughs> oh, so man. in
3: an interview recently, David Ramsey, who plays John Diggle on CW's Arrow. Okay,
0: who is John Diggle?
3: John Diggle is Arrow's Oliver Queen's bodyguard slash uh, driver. Driver slash he's his. He helps him. He's he's part of Team Arrow. Sidekick. Yeah, he's kind of like a sidekick. Yeah, that's
1: not. Uh, Roy.
3: That's not. That's not. That's not Arsenal. Yeah. 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 He. Uh. You know. He sometimes goes out and you know does helps things and most of the time he's just kind of in the background a little bit sometimes, but in an interview recently, uh, he was kind of cryptic and possibly alluded to being that John Diggle may become Green Lantern. John Stewart, the the second or. No, not second. I don't remember even remember now. He's one of the Earthlanders. Second
0: Silver Age, third overall. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um that's interesting. Now, will he be Green Lantern in Arrow or will he be taking on the the role of John Stewart in the movie version of Justice League? Because unfortunately, for all of us, those are two separate things. <laughs> yeah.
3: Unfortunately, yeah, cuz DC's being stupid with everything. Yeah. Um I don't know. He was talking in an interview and about the rumors about Diggle possibly being a Lantern. And he said, I got the quote pulled up here. Uh Diggle John Stewart, I cannot I cannot say yes and I cannot say no. I'm serious. I do know that there is a serious discussion about whether or not this guy can become John Stewart. Basically, he's just kind of hinting around. We've kind of talked about it. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see them kind of embrace it because you know the comics that ran forever back in the day of Green Arrow and Green Lantern running around together. Um, aside from the fact that they both have green in their names, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see the Arrow, the Arrow universe, embrace superpowers a little more within Arrow itself because yeah. they've just been kind of running rampant with it in in, uh, Flash. in Flash, yeah.
0: And that, I think that's why I like Flash better than Arrow be honest with you oh yeah definitely
3: that plus uh flash is just more fun it is a lot more fun and uh grant gustin is a he's great i like him as barry allen i'd just like to see some maybe something a little more fantastical in arrow and not so i want to be batman so bad <laughs> but i can't be yeah,
0: yeah yeah well i think it's interesting that yeah now that they have the flash and the flash and green arrow and arrow i keep i Screw it! He's Green Arrow. Yeah. I don't, he, I don't, he is I don't Green care. Arrow. He is Green Arrow. Uh, Flash and Green Arrow have crossed over on the shows, which puts superpowers into their series. They can go ahead and just go all out with it yeah. now. They've 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 broken the seal. They can just keep going. You know.
3: I mean, I, I definitely think people are ready for it. Yeah. I, mean, I think. I know, as far as I am concerned, I am tired of realistic superheroes. Oh, yeah. My God. Yes, I've yes. seen I've it's seen gritty. kick ass. I've seen the Christopher Nolan Batman films. Give me something that's just. Fun, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I enjoy Constantine a lot, mm-hmm. and it unfortunately it's probably not going to keep going much longer, um. But it's got some great, sometimes some great effects and sometimes some terrible effects. But Arrow and Flash, Flash kind of goes that way too. Some sometimes, sometimes some shots look amazing and mm-hmm. sometimes they just look terrible.
0: Well, you know that's that's CW. This so. is true. This is true. I mean, you're running on a television on a third on a second rate. Uh, network television yeah. channel budget
3: is what you're doing well yeah and I, I mean I just think people are ready for it I think they are too you know almost like you know with this Supergirl series that might come out mm-hmm. you know I I want superpowers
0: right well you know the, and we're going off script a little bit here with this but uh, did you hear anything about the Titans TV series that's going to be uh, coming up on um, TNT uh, yeah and I'm kind of excited And here's the thing with that. Here's what makes me really excited. The thing that they don't highlight in the articles that they put out. The uh, production company that is doing Titans also does Arrow and Flash. So it's all set in the same universe. And because the main character is Dick Grayson on the Titans show, this means that Batman does exist in the Flash and Green Arrow TV show continuity. Batman is there somewhere. In the Arrowverse. Yes.
3: So... We could stop calling it the Arrowverse then. We could just call it Batman's Playbox. Or we could just call it the DC DC
1: TV
0: universe. DC TV.
3: DC TV. I like that. That kind of rolls off the title of it. DC TV. Yeah. Yeah. We rolled it. DC TV. Yeah. Copyright. Boom! Us, Nerd yeah. Overload. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. and Good. I'm excited for Teen Titans because I'm Young too. Justice was a great animated series. Oh. oh, this was
1: the best. I in love the
3: that old, show. And the older Teen Titans the cartoon teen ti- was great. When I it, loved it. When it was on, it was
0: it was really odd. Some some episodes weren't super. No, no, great, but it but... was just
3: great though. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah.
0: The uh, the cast ro- uh, lineup is kind of weird though. Have you heard any of
3: that? Let's see. It's uh, it's they're gonna start off with Dick being ro- Robin. Robin, but and he's then going- By the end of season one. He should be Nightwing. He
0: should be Nightwing, which is, is true with the comics. He yeah. went on to become his own hero. You know? Yeah,
3: and then you got you got you got your pretty much your Teen Titan staples with Starfire and Raven.
0: Yeah, which is interesting because that's both magic and aliens.
3: Yeah, a- yeah, superpowered sh- laser beam shooting alien. Yep. Uh, did they say cyborg? Cyborg no. is not part of it. Okay, that's right. And
0: I have a theory on that. It's because cyborg is uh, part of the Justice League. Uh, Movies, yeah, because in the new 52, and he's going to be getting his own um uh spinoff movie, yeah, in so the new 52. To to was never remembered the titans separate. Who else was in there? I don't uh, even remember that girl, uh, Barbara Gordon, but she's as going Oracle, to be, yeah. so she's going to be yeah. in uh, in the wheelchair, which also means there's a Joker, yeah, in that universe, yep, which is interesting and opens up a whole lot of other options. possibilities, yep. yeah, and uh, Hawk and Dove, which is kind of
3: a deep cut, oh, yeah, because they're going with the second Hawk and Dove group, Well, aren't for, they? first Hawk, second Dove. Yeah. Originally Hawk and
0: Dove. They, they were they brothers. Are, they are super-powered brothers that are the embodiments of war and peace.
3: Order and chaos. I that not remember now.
0: In the comics, they serve the lords of order and chaos, but they are the embodiments of war and peace. Hawk is war. Dove is peace. They were brothers. Dove died. Yeah. You know, being, you know, pacifistic. And then uh, the powers were transferred to another uh, woman. Uh, Her name was Dawn Granger or something like that. Yeah. And uh, they were partners. They didn't like each other at first. And then they fell in love. And then, you know, as most comics do, it ended very badly, which is why it's weird that they're going with these characters. And I mean, their powers are kind of lame. They're just they're strong. They're super strong and can fly. Yeah. That's uh, it. I mean, it's easy. I can see why. It's easy to do that on television. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the easiest power to show on television. But also, but, I don't
3: understand because uh, were they ever a member of the Titans? No. Uh, see, that's where I'm, get, I'm a little again,
0: sad. Again, that's the. Um, they're, right, t- TV writers can't get off of the love triangle ideas. Oh. So you, yeah. have, you have those two characters that have, you know, relationship issues. And then you have the uh, Robin, uh, Batgirl, uh, Starfire triangle. Yeah, which I guarantee is something that they'll bring in to the show because they can't help themselves. They can't not write really lame love stories,
3: you know. I mean, there's there's more story story tropes out there than love triangles. People come but, on, but now. it's the easiest one.
0: It's, it it's is. The, it's the lowest common denominator. It hooks
1: people, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But getting back
0: to this Green Lantern thing, um, it's interesting that they would do this on the, if if they introduced Diggle as a Green Lantern on the show and as the the TV version of John Stewart, who is a he's the Black Green Lantern. Yeah, it, it's the, I mean, that's the. I mean, there's a lot more to him than that. The there's par- a ton more to him. Than that, the, 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 the
3: parallels are there. I yeah. mean, John Stewart was former military, except he's an architect. He's not like private security or anything like right, that. Right. Right. And that helps with his constructs, but. Mm.
0: But anyway, it's it, the point I'm making is that would make it kind of weird for the books because uh, the TV writers Kurtz uh, Kurtzberg, I think his name is yeah. for Arrow is now is currently writing the Green Arrow comic and they've just introduced Diggle into that book so now there is a John Stewart and Diggle as two separate characters in the comics yeah which is which if they try to you and you know they try to make everything from the TV series match the books or the books match the TV series you know whatever it's gonna make it kind of. Gray, awkward, weird gray area.
1: What? What if he is John Stewart in disguise?
0: And on who, the show, that would be yeah, fine. Who showed in, up in to comes. like
1: kind of mentor him?
3: Yeah, I. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. I mean, he, almost, I almost want to see Diggle like become the Lantern. That would be kind of that would be cool. Because I don't want I, I don't want. I don't want him to already be one. Right.
1: I mean, he's kind of mentored him all along. Like, yeah. It
3: yeah. W- it would work. Yeah. It <laughs> would work. And I guess, it, you know, speaking
0: of the, the books, I guess it wouldn't really matter as much because DC is getting away from uh, continuity-heavy uh, story writing and also doing away with the new
1: 52. So Nice segue. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> of course, if we, uh,
0: if we point out the nice segue, it, 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 it stops being a nice segue, but whatever. I suppose. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We've become self-aware. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Anyway, yes, the um, DC is dropping the New 52 moniker, which being, what, four or five years into the New 52? Five <laughs> years. They're not really years. new anymore. No. And with this, they're canceling a whole bunch of books. They're starting up a whole batch of new books, and they're going to uh, have, by the end, when everything's said and done, 49 titles instead of sticking to the, the hard 52. 52
1: books that they have putting out,
0: which... I came up with the name The Sublime 49. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if they're going to be naming it things, you know, why not? Anyway. uh, They should
1: send you a check.
0: There's a whole slew of books that they're going to be putting out, and uh, I'm not going to go through every one of them because that would be kind of monotonous, but I do have some highlights here, and we can kind of go down and kind of talk about them real quick. The first one, right off the bat, is a standalone Black Canary book, which she's always been – yeah,
3: yeah. She's always been like a like a supporting character.
0: She has she well yeah. She's I mean like, she's, she's she's had her own book a couple times, but for the most part she's been a, either a uh, uh, Batgirl supporting character, which she is currently yep. in the yeah. uh, the one done by Max yeah. Star.
3: or a uh, Green Lantern Green or Arrow. Green, Green Arrow. Green, Green Arrow.
0: Arrow, yeah. And uh, she's getting her own like series.
1: It looks really cool. It does. Like that one image they they've, they've oh, released, she looks awesome. Yeah.
3: She's still rocking the fishnets and leather jacket.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're returning her to the fishnets and leather jacket because she didn't have that uh, currently, right? At least at one point she didn't.
3: I don't even remember
0: the the new 52 redesign. I think they removed the fishnets, but they're bringing it back. Oh, going with the classic, you know, leather jacket design. And apparently,
1: she's like in a band or something. Yeah,
0: I think I think that book is gonna tie heavily to the new
3: Batgirl, which is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel kind of bad. I'm a little behind on that one.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see. They're uh, ending Constantine. You know the one based on the uh, ill-fated show on NBC, <laughs> but it's coming back as Constantine: colon The Hellblazer,
3: which is funny because his original book his was original called book Hellblazer. was called
0: Hellblazer, and it was a much, it was a lot darker and stuff. And mm. it's uh, that's really cool. That's really cool. And It's being uh, written by a, a comic artist named Ming Doyle, which I'm a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. she's done a lot of really great work, and she's uh, she's actually tied into Neil Cusariga and his and a lot of the stuff that he does nowadays. Yeah. But uh, I, I like Ming Doyle's art. I think she's going to be a great writer. She's also doing art for another uh, one of the books on here, but I didn't write it down, unfortunately. So is he
3: going to tie into like the Justice League Dark?
0: Well, Justice League, that's actually down a ways on the list here. I was going to highlight the okay. Justice League Dark is ending. The Justice League Dark was the magic. Yeah. Magic powers, essentially.
3: Dead Man, Zatanna, mm-hmm. all them.
0: That book is ending, so the team is being dissolved. But another book is coming up called Mystic U, which is going to be just an overall – Any magic-based superhero in the DC universe is going to fall into this book.
3: So it's just have Dr. Fate, all them. Well, Dr. Fate's getting his own – Oh, is he getting his own
0: book? But like Swamp Thing or like – Yeah, any kind of story they want to tell that is not like – Aliens or Batman, they can put in <laughs> Mystic U and and have it work.
1: Mystic U, like universe. like universe Oh, universe. Okay, but no. but they're just calling it Mystic U. Oh you man, know, like I was
3: the almost Wii thinking U, like a or, like a <laughs> mystical university, and I was yeah, all excited. That yeah, would be cool. I thought
1: it was like Harry Potter College. That would be.
0: That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Writing down Harry Potter College, (laughs) (laughs) million dollar idea. (laughs) Call us. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, um, get
1: J.K. Rowling on the line. We've got a great idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, some of the other books uh, that are interesting. Uh, Cyborg is getting his own uh, standalone series, which is which is probably going is probably because of the movie of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Martian Manhunter, who. I'm excited for but I will probably be the only person who picks it up. <laughs> um, is getting his own title. Uh, let's see. Da-da-da-da-da. Now, One that, of the-
1: that guy we saw cosplayed as Martian Manhunter at, at uh, Mid-Ohio will get it. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was actually... Is that a really good one? No, it wasn't. He, was, he was a
1: sad green man. That's right. That's, yeah,
0: okay. I couldn't, re- I couldn't remember, but yes, you're right. Now that I'm remember- thinking of it, yeah.
3: Uh, I'll just paint myself green and carry around a bunch of Oreos. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, yeah. kind of what it was. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, let's see. Um, one of the weirder books is called Prez, which is a tieback to a 60s comic called um, starring Prez Rickard, the first teenage president. Oh, Lord. Yes, it is a weird, weird book. Um, it only lasted like four issues back in the '60s, <laughs> but he's, but they've actually used the character in a lot of the Vertigo titles to tell darker stories. Okay. And, um, multiversity, the Grant Morrison book about the multiple universes and yeah, about the Earth and stuff. coming together. One of uh, they put out a uh, a guidebook here recently, and one of the uh, universes is like '60s cartoon DC universe, and it's uh, the prison of that uh universe's United States is Prez. <laughs> and his name is Prez because his <laughs> mama knew one day he'd be president. Oh. I'm not joking. That's in the comic. That's a line of dialogue. Oh. It's wonderful. It's great. He wears a red uh sweater with the uh, United States seal on his chest. <laughs> like the like the eagle holding the, the arrows and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man, it's great. It's, it's the most 60s thing you'll ever read. <laughs> and I'm hoping that this book is also A a direct throwback to that. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, There are a couple others. Uh, We are Robin, which is like uh, no one knows anything about it, but it's. It looks like it's a legion of um, uh, street uh, thugs who decide to save the day on their street. Becoming the Robin gang or something like that. Uh-huh.
3: That sounds kind of like uh like the the Sons of Batman or whatever that was in that one Frank Miller book.
0: Or, or yeah, or like the uh, in Dark Ooh. Knight the guys that are.
3: Um, I don't wear hockey pads. Yeah, hmm.
0: yeah, one of the yeah like that, but they're all Robins. And actually, the cover is actually really cool. The uh, has a guy wear with a bandana on his head and a red and white a red, white, and yellow uh, Letterman jacket with an R on it that looks like the classic Robin costume. Oh, okay. It's actually a really neat design. I, I, I'm kind of interested in it. I right. won't buy it, but I'll definitely flip through the first issue. Okay. And uh, the last one I want to talk about real quick is a book called Section 8. It's a miniseries done by uh, Warren Ellis. or No, Garth Ennis. I get those two mixed up because their, na- their last names are very similar. Uh, back in the 90s, there was a comic called Hitman. He was a, uh, it was a weird book. He uh, was a uh, mafia hitman who ga- gained uh, te- uh, low-level telekinesis and X-ray vision, and he uh, murdered bad guys for money. <laughs> and one of the uh, one of the uh, issues dealt with a makeshift uh, team of homeless people called Section Eight, including <laughs> some uh, some weird villains. The de- the Defenestrator, a guy a guy with super strength that carried around a window, that his whole shtick was that he threw people out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and also, uh, one of my favorite uh, heroes, the dog welder, who would literally weld dogs to uh, evildoers. No! No, but, but the dogs seemed totally okay with it. No! The villains were, were pretty ticked off, but he, like, he wore a welding suit and a bag full of, of trained dogs that he would then weld to villains. And they're making an eight-issue miniseries of this
4: drop acid what am I hearing
0: yeah weird stuff weird stuff I'm interested in checking it out and you know what we're actually getting pretty close to time we do have a question believe it or not which is something that we could uh, um, you can always ask on our Facebook page uh, facebook.com backslash nerd website right. I remembered it this week <laughs> you can also go to our website nerdoverload.com where the link is right there uh, the question is asked by uh, Power Listeners uh, Lloyd and Betty, who ask, uh, have a question about the uh, Tick TV series back from back in the uh, 90s, 90s. late classic. 90s, early two thousand Was it early 2000s, maybe? Um, the live action. I felt like,
1: I, oh, the live action I Tick. That was 2000. I talking about the live action okay. yeah. Anyways, I was they, they of the asked, uh, Was the Tick's TV
0: series ahead of its time like the TV series The Police Squad, or uh, was it just really bad?
3: I have recently actually gone back and I started watching it on Netflix. Yeah? I'm on the fence with it. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's terrible, and there's other times it is the most glorious thing of cheesiness ever.
0: Well, you see, they, they dance the fine line because it's purposely
3: bad. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, I, I loved the animated series when mm-hmm. I was younger. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, um, I
1: need to watch the live action one. I only know the tick I mean, from the cartoon. It's, it's got
3: Patrick Warburton as the tick. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. I mean, I mean his yeah. voice is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And. Oh man, and like it's really weird watching because you see all these actors in it that are like kind of bigger now that make little cameos. Liz Bassi,
0: yeah, she's she's gone on to, to do some stuff.
3: And uh, uh oh god, uh, Ron Perlman was in Ron Perlman episode. was yeah he was. He was, like a, a fire based superhero mm-hmm. like wow. yep. with a sidekick, and they had like this thing about. The, the, the dichotomy between like heroes and their sidekicks. Well, kids. because they
0: went to a, a superhero nightclub and uh, Arthur had to hang out in the, uh, the mm. sidekick lounge, which was a shack in the back. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, they, mm-hmm. yeah, and they were talking about it's. I don't know. I, I think if they went back and brought it back now, I think it would probably. Which they're talking about doing. Yes. I have read for, that.
0: For uh, Amazon Online or something like that. Amazon oh, Prime. That's a good yeah. pick. Yeah.
3: I think it would do better now, now that superheroes are the big. Thing right now yeah. versus when it came out then when it was more of a niche kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. do
0: think it was ahead of its time, and I think it would work better as an online thing, something that's not on mainstream television. Which is yeah. which is interesting because that is how uh, Police Squad worked. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Police Squad was the precursor to the Naked Gun movies. Uh, it starred Leslie Nielsen and um, as Detective Frank Drebin, and it was basically half-hour episodes of the Naked Gun, essentially. A uh, really great show lasted eight episodes. Was canceled because no one cared. No, it it didn't make sense to them. But then you know, ten years later, they made a movie and everyone loved it. <laughs> so they, they've had a few movies. They've they had three. They had three, and it actually really kind of revitalized Leslie Nielsen's career as a comedian. Because yeah. He, be, because before that, he was. Primarily a serious actor. Yeah, I
3: watched something like a while ago, like him being a serious actor. It was really weird. Uh, Forbidden
0: Planet is crazy because he's astronaut (laughs) Steve Martin on a planet. Yeah, his name is Steve Martin. Steve Martin. But no, it's weird, one, seeing him with jet black hair, and two, not cracking jokes and mugging at the camera.
3: Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'd I'd like to see it come back. I mean, I always like the take, and I always feel... Patrick Warburton needs work. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not that he doesn't work all the time anyway. I mean, he... Wait, does
0: he still have that show? Uh, the uh, uh, Rules of Engagement or whatever? Uh, I don't think whatever? so. I don't think... The it, one that had David
3: Spade and... No, I don't think that's probably still on. Probably <laughs> not. Everyone else that I can't name. Yeah, I don't think that's on anymore. I don't really... really yeah.
0: See, I never, I never watched it when it was on, but I was on TV for like five or ten years, I think. It was on for a long time.
3: Yeah, I don't think he still has that, but I yeah. know he does. He has regular work on uh, Family Guy. And, well, sure. And yeah. Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers. They mm.
1: should make a Venture Brothers live-action movie, and he could play Brock. He, he really could. Yeah, he's yeah. big enough. <laughs> and, and James Urbaniak could just play Doc. Yeah, because he, lo- he looks like him. Yeah, for the most part.
0: <laughs> uh, but no, that's uh, that was a really good question. Thank you very much for asking. Again, um, you've been listening to the Nerd Overload Uh, Show, Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, Like I said earlier, you can check out our website, nerdoverload.com, go on the Facebook page. Uh, We have Twitter. that runs pretty regularly, Uh, nerd underscore overload. I have a personal Twitter account, which I have actually been using, uh, at Robot Caveman.
3: Bearded Midgetor.
0: And at NOD Cody P. All right. And uh, again, thanks for listening, and we will be uh, back next week.
1: Yep. Thanks. Same nerd overload time, same nerd overload channel. This show is sponsored in
0: part by IDE Computers.